episode number 17 of the Get to Know NHCO podcast. This is Tom Baker, Executive Director of NHCO, along with Erica Cochran, Director of Communications and Development. This is the day after one of our biggest events of the year. Erica, I just want to say a heartfelt congratulations. Corks for the Community last evening was incredible. You did, you outdid yourself, so great job. Thank you. It was a great, great night. Thanks to everyone that came out. We had Joe Klimchak from the Pirates. We got to meet one of our clients who did it. just an incredible speech as well. Close to 300 of you joined us at Narcissi for Corks for the Community. This Saturday, we have our annual Northboroughs 5K for NHCO and the local cross-country team from Northgate. It's going to be a great event. starts bright and early, so you consumed a couple calories last night with us at the uh, Corks event. You can burn them off on Saturday at the 5K. What can people expect on Saturday, Erica? You can register there, so you do not have to register in advance if it's a game time decision for you on Saturday. Just uh, race starts at 8, so you can register anytime after 7, and you can come to Greenstone Church. That's where registration will be. Great. Never reason to be bored in the Berg, and that could not be more true for our headline guest here today. We're joined by Sabrina Saunders-Mosby. She is the president and CEO of Vibrant Pittsburgh, has held several significant leadership roles, certainly in our community, has been an an award winner or finalist for almost every uh, honor in our region as well, too. Uh, Sabrina, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. Not a stranger to North Hills Community Outreach. You were the keynote speaker last year at our Community Leaders Breakfast. Uh, Maybe just to kick us off for people that aren't familiar with you, Sabrina, can you tell us a little bit about your background and your professional experiences so far here in your career in the region? Absolutely. So I am a Pittsburgher, born and bred is what I typically say. Uh, I have been told that I'm known for building bridges, which is wonderful because it's one of the things that Pittsburgh is known for. I spent about a decade of my career career in the government sector, so I worked for a local congressman, I worked in the mayor's office, primarily focusing in areas related to policy, uh, specifically with youth, and I moved on uh, to run uh, a number of youth development and education departments and organizations here uh, in the nonprofit sector, led the Department of Education for the Urban League of Greater Pittsburgh, uh, Strong Women, Strong Girls. I was uh, the CEO for the Coral Center for Civic Leadership. And in November of 2019, I became CEO of Vibrant Pittsburgh. Great. Yeah, you and I have had some fun overlap in almost every professional position in your life, and you've done certainly a great job in all of those roles here. Um, could you share with uh, Erica and I and all of our listeners a little bit just about the mission and vision of Vibrant Pittsburgh? Sure, absolutely. Uh, so Vibrant Pittsburgh has come quite a long way from its founding in 2010. We were an organization uh, that was welcoming immigrants to Pittsburgh at that point in time. But today, our mission and scope has evolved to really just address our region's most critical issues, and that is, one, the fast aging population. We are one of the least diverse workforces of all major metropolitan areas in the United States. So we are working to solve those challenges today with supporting close to 150 of our member organizations, and those are local businesses that have a footprint in Pittsburgh. So that's anything from startup tech firms to large global corporations with a footprint and presence here in the Pittsburgh region. Our goal is to help those organizations increase the diversity of their workforces, build inclusion within their culture, uh, and ultimately bolster economic development and diversity for the entire Pittsburgh region. It's a big, big job. (laughs) 
The work that Vibrant Pittsburgh does is quite impressive. Uh, so thank you for what you're doing in our region, first and foremost. So obviously, we're here to talk about DEI, uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion, and how it relates to nonprofits. So we would love your take on why does DEI matter for nonprofits? Uh, so I would say that DEI matters for all facets of, of our lives. So however we are working and living, the importance of diversity is certainly evident, and it shows up. I would say that our nonprofit Nonprofit sector and nonprofit organizations really are the sustaining force for our communities and uh, for communities that really uh, need a significant investment. So at the forefront of the heavy lifting, so to speak, uh, that keeps our communities thriving and moving in the right direction. And so uh, when we think about uh, what those populations, what the mix of that population uh, that nonprofits typically support would be, uh, there would be a diversity of, of the community. So from a race and ethnic perspective, gender perspective, we're talking about, in many cases, uh, communities of color, young children of color, women, LGBTQIA plus communities. And so uh, it's important for nonprofits who are supporting, building, programming, and providing resources to those communities and connecting with individuals that are interested in investing in those communities to be diverse as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that means having leadership that has a diversity of thought and experience and background in place. Uh, to be relatable, to provide empathy, and true understanding of the motivations of the population that they uh, wish to support and work alongside of, uh, but also of perhaps even the experiences that become barriers to success. You mentioned earlier about the the power and the importance of, of building bridges, and you really are one of the, uh, I think, most excellent people at doing that, certainly in Southwestern PA. If somebody's listening to our podcast maybe earlier in their career or maybe retired, and they're just trying to think of ways to build bridges for other people here in our community and just put themselves out there more, what are some things you've done in your professional mm-hmm. and civic life to really help build bridges and bring people together? What are the best ways to put yourself out there and to get connected to things that matter is through volunteerism, first and foremost. And so if there's something that you're really interested in or you're just not sure where your skills will be best aligned or utilized, uh, there are young professional organizations that you can get involved in, like POMP with PYP, Urban League Young Professionals. Uh, there are business affiliations uh, that are connected to uh, one's professional skills that you can get involved in, as well as Big Brother Big Sisters. You can volunteer to support our young people uh, and provide direction. All kinds of opportunities that allow you to connect to a network of others, of like-minded people uh, who are interested in those same things, uh, who you can connect with socially as well to find things to do, as well as garner professional development because many of those entities also provide a level of professional development. I would also say within your own company, and so wherever you work, Many of our companies, especially those that are connected to Vibrant Pittsburgh, uh, have uh, employee resource groups, EBRGs, uh, ERGs that are connected to a particular uh, identity where you can become more involved in uh, uplifting uh, co- different communities of diversity within your own company and meeting uh, new people and building those bridges really organically. Can you give us some tips on how a nonprofit can really kind of open its recruitment of volunteers? I mean, coming from an NHL standpoint, we utilize hundreds of volunteers a year. Uh, We would not be able to do what we do without them. And we feel like it's important to recruit volunteers 
from underrepresented groups. I mean, can you give us some tips on how a nonprofit can do that in terms of board recruitment, staff hiring, and volunteer candidates? Okay, so those are all very different, uh, and the approach would be very different. Um, and But the first thing that I would say that would be paramount for any of, of those populations that you're looking to connect with is to recognize what the population actually looks like, right? One of the first things that I always hear when uh, talking with organizations looking to perhaps diversify their workforce, right, is that we can't find talent, right? Where are the people with diverse backgrounds for us to hire uh, to become engaged with? There are uh, people with diverse backgrounds uh, and talent here in Pittsburgh, in the region, right here, right mm-hmm. in our backyard. The question becomes, are those individuals overutilized and tapped? Because someone, for instance, like me, is more known in certain circles or in uh, certain networks, People come to me constantly asking me to serve on a board or to engage in a particular topic or for my brain to be picked, right? And many people like me who are on that short list are just overwhelmed mm-hmm. with the number of requests that we receive. And so what I would say is for people that are listening, perhaps the question is, can you refer me to someone? Mm-hmm. Do you have a list of individuals? And so maybe the, the question is, how can I intentionally build my network to be more diverse. When I look around and I think about people I spend time with and, you know, who I'm with on the weekend, if those interactions do not include a diversity of thought and background, then you are not doing the work yourself individually. I agree. If you want to be friends with people and have connections, go be a friend. <laughs> Actually spend time with people right, and get to know them. Friend. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Build nope. your network. Diversify your network, and then you will have opportunities to outreach to new networks of people when you're looking to hire, looking for volunteers. Right. And you want all of your folks to do that, your board members, your current staff members. Encourage them to diversify their own network. That is the first step and intentionally, thoughtfully, and genuinely looking to diversify. Agreed. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to have genuine friends, be a genuine friend back to them. Yeah. Something we always preach here at NHGO certainly is kindness and bringing people together. We are all about people helping people. You and I have partnered on so many things in our careers, and a partnership is only as strong as it benefits both sides and helps both sides and brings out the best in both sides and cannot be one sided. So I appreciate everything you certainly shared there, Sabrina. One pretty cool thing uh, you've been named, Sabrina, to the 2021 and 2022 100 most powerful people in Pittsburgh list. What does it mean? at this point in your career to really have a voice where people are listening in a very sincere way to what you're saying and to have a very large microphone that people, you know, really take a lot of advice from you. What does that kind of mean to you in your life and career? It is significant. And Tom, you may have heard me say this before because I know you've heard me speak in in a couple of different spaces, but earlier on, I didn't think that people wanted to hear from me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people that know me know that I wanted to be a speechwriter when I was in college, <laughs> and it was because I wanted to write things for other people that were important to say, because I didn't think anyone would listen to me, right, because of experience and all kinds of things, right? And so it means a ton to have a platform where individuals are actually not just listening to what I'm saying, but are making changes relevant to the advice or the expertise or insight that I offer. So it also comes with a significant weight, right? I want to make sure that I'm saying the right things in the right spaces um, and being very authentic. And that's the reason I said, you know, I'm going to make it plain and, you know, I'm going to kind of talk off of the cuff because I want to be sure that what people hear is just is not just genuine, but it's it's authentic it's transparent, right? It's not judgy, and it creates an opportunity for uh, for care and empathy as well, right? And understanding. 
And so it, it means a ton to me. Now, these lists are just lists, and, you know, there are <laughs> folks that are deciding who those people are. The more you make it in the newspaper, it seems like the more your voice seems to be elevated, mm-hmm. so that helps. I just want to do the best good that I can with the platform that I've been given. And, you know, I'm counting my days here, I would say, and wanting to make them count. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Well, yeah, you've definitely, and you've had a good successor, but, I mean, you've really put Vibrant Pittsburgh on the map in a really impactful and powerful way. And, and like you said, those lists are lists, but they do matter, and it keeps people thinking in, about Vibrant Pittsburgh and putting your organization out there, which is great. What are the best ways for people to keep in touch with Vibrant Pittsburgh, websites, social media? What are the best ways for folks that are listening to keep in touch with your organization? For sure. Uh, so you can connect with us at uh, vibrantpittsburgh.org. Sign up for our Jobsburg newsletter if you're a passive or interested diverse employee or potential employee. You know, connect on our website for membership inquiries as well. If your company is looking for a way to build more inclusive culture within your organization, we want to help. We have councils that people can get involved in if you're looking to become more engaged with others that think like you in a more diverse and inclusive way. Um, and definitely LinkedIn. Please connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm loving uh, the opportunity to make more professional friends there. Our organization is on Instagram and Facebook as well. Excellent. Well, thanks, Sabrina. Congratulations on all of your success. Again, thanks for being our 2021 keynote speaker at our Community Leaders Breakfast. I did just warn Alina Anderson from the United Way recently that she has big shoes to fill in giving the, the keynote this year, but she was actually at your speech last year and thought it was it was wonderful, so I'm sure she'll do a great job with it as well this fall. So, But congratulations on, on all of your success. Thank you for being such an asset and tremendous community leader. Thanks so much for your time, Sabrina. We really appreciate it. Thank you both, and uh, good luck to you as well. That was Sabrina Saunders-Mosby, the CEO and President of Vibrant Pittsburgh. We'll be back in just a second on Get to Know NHCO with Melissa Fan from Dinsmore & Scholl, who serves as the DEI Chair for NHCO and as President of the Equal Opportunity Board in Ross Township. Episode number 17 is the Get to Know NHGO podcast. Again, this is Tom Baker, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. We are back now with one of my favorite people uh, in the region uh, as well, Melissa Fan. Melissa is an attorney with Dinsmore & Scholl. She is the chair of the DEI committee for North Hills Community Outreach and also the chair of the Equal Opportunity Board for Ross Township. Melissa, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. This is this is great. I'm so glad that I have a chance to, to be on. Oh, great. Well, th- thank you. I didn't even mention yet that you're a former Circle of Courage Award winner, District 1 Difference Maker, have a, an extensive background with your education and your civic commitments. Uh, we are thrilled to have you on the Board of Directors as an active member and uh, glad to have you on the show. Just uh, to kind of get to know you a little bit, Melissa, what got you interested in the line of work you're in now uh, working in the legal field? Before I went to law school, I worked at UPMC McGee Women's Hospital in clinical research, and I was getting my master's degree of public health at the same time. Once I had finished the degree and had worked in you know, my then current position for you know for several years, I just started thinking, okay, you know what what comes next, right? Everyone at some point thinks about that, and I was looking at different positions, and I really liked a lot of positions that had to do with health policy, health research analysis, and just in that general kind of area. And all of the positions that I've been looking at degree requirement was 
either a JD or a PhD in a related field. That's when I started thinking about the legal field. Um, I hadn't really thought about it before then. And then I met with the then current chair of the health law department at Pitt Law, and he introduced me to the concept of private practice health law and kind of combined a lot of the things that I wanted to do with some elements that were new to me and just things that I like to do, like problem solving and things like that. And so it appealed to me, and I ended up applying to Pitt Law and attending Pitt Law, and I was fortunate to obtain a position that was directly in that field. So um, that's Great. apparently what I do today. That's okay. That's a good. That's a good story. Good background of what how you got into the being a lawyer and, and all the good work you're doing there at Dinsmore and Scholl. You're chairing two different groups, Melissa, both in Ross Township itself and then here at NHCO. With Ross uh, Ross Township, can you tell us a little bit about the Equal Opportunity Board and what you and I think John's involved with you? What are you What are you all trying to achieve there uh, in our mutual hometown of Ross Township? A few years ago, Ross Township Board of Commissioners passed the Equal Opportunity Ordinance. And so the Equal Opportunity Board is the board that created um, from that ordinance and then also is tasked with enforcement of the ordinance, which protects um, employees and tenants from discrimination in employment and housing, but also it's tasked with community education. So we have a pretty broad range of opportunities to provide different types of engagement to the community. We've done things that were very general, like tabling at various community events to things that were a little bit more specific. Uh, like we had a, a book club discussion. It was on Zoom, so we were able to engage people from Ross. And then there were a few folks who were former Ross residents who had since moved to various parts of the country, and they were able to join because it was virtual. And so it was really cool. We, we have plans to do some similar things in the future, but it's a really great resource for, for the community. And actually, as you mentioned the tables, I think your, uh, your table for the Equal Opportunity Board has been next to the NHCO table once or twice, which is pretty neat. You're representing many tables when you go to Ross Township events, certainly. Yeah. Uh, speaking of NHCO and, you know, your experiences with us, you've been on the board now for, for a couple of years. What have been some of your most meaningful experiences with North Hills Community Outreach for you and Rich? And I know, Trey, the whole family is a little bit involved, which is which is great. Yeah, yeah. Well, one of the most meaningful experiences, I believe it was 2020 when we did the any, the block party to go. We had obviously all been looking forward to having the, the block party as it was traditionally held, but we ended up having a block party to go in order to accommodate social distancing and you know various other COVID restrictions. And it was a great event. It was a, essentially a drive-through event, but there was an opportunity for a lot of us to get out of our cars and say, say hello and do a photo op for us. There were a lot, there were, um, some of our elected officials were there and other community members were there as well. And so that was a really cool event. Trey was with me for that, but we've all been able to get involved with NHCO. We've come to drop off donations together and it's been a really cool experience. Yeah, and I love the mentoring and just kind of the, the experience of, um, one of the most fun moms I know. And I know Trey's got a, gr- a great mom and you certainly in bringing him along and showing him at a young age that, that volunteerism is cool and that giving back makes a difference in his, in 
and it's special in your in your heart as well too, which is just fantastic. Within the board, you, you've been on some different committees. You were part of the strategic planning committee, which has a big say in, in the future of our organization, certainly. But you are the chair of the DEI committee. Uh, now past president Nate Lachlan pointed you to that role. How has it been going so far with the diversity, equity, and inclusion committee for NHCO? So far, it's been going really well. I like that we've been able to involve some of our young community leaders, board members, which I think has been great. They're very passionate about helping out with, with DE&I, and I think it's come to the perfect time. A lot of organizations are thinking about things that they've done in the past. How do we make those things better? How do we make those things more inclusive? And the DEI committee is itself diverse. We have a lot of different professional backgrounds, educational backgrounds, diverse in a lot of ways. And so I think NHCO is in a position to really be a, a positive example in the Pittsburgh nonprofit, nonprofit community as to how we can you know, involve the DEI committee and how that can help further the organization. Great. Thanks, Melissa. I know in, in my role here as executive director, I turn to you and to your committee for advice and counsel and ideas uh, on some of the issues and some of the considerations that we're certainly making uh, as an organization, even things like the speakers that we have for our uh, board retreat that is coming up, those kind of things. I always want to make sure that you certainly have a say uh, in the choices that we make. Uh, any goals uh, for the future of the group and, and for your involvement within North Hills Community Outreach? All right, one of our goals for the first full year as, as the committee is to finalize our, our mission statement and our purpose and to get that in front of the board front of the organization and, and then public facing so that everyone knows what we want to do and what NHCO as an organization does prioritize. So I think that's one of our main goals. And I think also we would like to see where we can kind of spread NHCO's weight within the city of Pittsburgh. Um, there, there's a lot that that's available to us and, you know, how we can we can reach some more people and ultimately serve as many people as possible. That's a great point, Melissa. And we're only as strong as our partnerships and our community connections. You know, certainly being 40 uh, zip codes and 50 communities as an organization, great breadth of uh, difference making that's going on certainly within NHCO and then even looking outside to seeing what other potential partners are doing and if there's any opportunity to bounce ideas off of each other and just bring the best out of each other. So, um, Melissa Fan, we all appreciate you very much. Thank you for serving on the Board of Directors. Uh, thanks for what you do in our mutual township of Ross and for chairing our DEI committee. That was Melissa Fan. Great job, Melissa, on episode number 17. Uh, we hope that you all enjoyed uh, our two interviews on this episode with Sabrina Saunders-Mosby, CEO of Vibrant Pittsburgh, and Melissa Fan, attorney with Dinsmore & Scholl and a, a terrific community leader for uh, our region. Always feel free to email us. You can email me at tjbaker uh, at nhco.org. Thanks so much for tuning in. And for now, we'll see you next time on Get to Know NHCO. 